0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Uva Ball Raw USA. I'm Gary Otto with Dr. Uva Ball. So, Hi. it looks like all this crazy stuff is going on in Russia, but <laughs> let's talk about that for a second,
1: huh? Yeah, <clears throat> so the pro guy was a cook before the Wagner mercenary army owner or boss. And he was a cook and the owner of a restaurant Putin really liked. Then, Putin gave him more and more jobs to feed the government, basically, special dinners and whatsoever. And then Putin gave him uh, to feed the whole Russian army, the catering for the Russian army, like 1.2 million people per year, uh, for the whole year. Uh, Two billion dollars per year for the Prokhorshin guy, who got a billionaire with it, and I'm sure Putin got a cut out of it. So they were the best buddies. Then <clears throat> the, he built it out of the blue. Felt he is also a big military leader. Uh, built it the Wagner army, uh, named by the German composer Wagner with the Valkyrie and whatever, Uh, he was a big Hitler fan, Pogorshin and uh, the composer Wagner, Richard Wagner also. So now he used the Wagner soldiers, the Wagner mercenaries, uh, for dirty work around the globe. Iran, Iraq, Syria, Afghanistan, Georgia, wherever he had to, like, he didn't want it to be like, too much in the uh with the real army active he sent the wagner army and of course they got paid for it so and i think now they're fighting a long time in the ukraine uh it's not going well and the Pogoshin guy was the whole time posting videos saying i'm not getting enough of my soldiers are not getting enough food they're not getting enough ammunition we don't have the support from the Defense, the Secretary of Defense from Putin. They're all assholes, whatever. And then he started marching towards Moscow and said, I go to Moscow uh, to basically... He didn't really set what he wanted to do. He wanted justice. He wanted to overturn or make sure the defense Secretary of Defense gets thrown out. And But people felt, okay, there's the beginning of a revolution. The Ukrainian already wrote... Uh, Melnik from the Ukraine like yeah give us now bombers we bomb Moscow we take uh, we we defeat the, the Russian and, and Putin for once and for all and so on and so on stuff went balloony, the Sholokovsky guy like Russian uh, exile people they said go to the weapons start the revolution so they felt like this march to Moscow is the final end of Putin and they turned it all around. And then he made a deal and everything is over. What I think in retrospective is he just didn't get money. Like his people didn't get paid. He, and that was the reason he was marching towards Moscow. And, if, and Putin felt, oh, fuck, uh, and they got paid. It's my theory.
0: The U.S. media is very unreliable, and the way that they're depicting it is so they make it seem like uh, they made it seem like Russia had actually attacked the Wagner group, that they had like killed a bunch of his men, and he wanted retribution. And they said that he made a deal that he won't be prosecuted now. And that's the end. So, like, I, I don't know. They made it seem like it was the revolution, like you said, like it was, like Putin had left the country and all this other shit that is uncorroborated. We don't know if it's true.
1: Yeah, they said, he said that that uh, they bombed um, the Wagner soldiers instead of the Ukrainian soldiers. Oh, That, that is what they say from the russian side and they could be that could be true right but then the progression guy said that was on purpose Hmm. so like the the secretary of defense in russia hates him and on purpose he's doing shit like this what is of course hard to believe because they're basically weakening their own positions with this kind of behavior but who knows you know but it's of course like insane when you think about it uh in what like what shit show that war for putin now is that yeah because so so right he got blackmailed by the uh uh by that Wagner guys and in whatever it was but i don't i don't think they would stop the march to moscow he said he didn't want bloodshed he didn't want a fighting against the Russian soldiers. He didn't want to do it. That made him stop. But I think there's more to it, right? Because uh, what he was thinking. I mean, you don't start the march to Moscow if you actually think there will be no fighting and instead Putin is just giving up and walking away like a retired loser. I mean, that is impossible. It was clear that there will be a full-on civil war going if he actually wants to take Moscow. Yeah. So and, and I mean it, it doesn't make sense for me. I think that is that the thing with the money makes more sense because the Russians don't have a lot of money left, and I think they didn't pay their soldiers and they didn't pay him.
0: Hmm.
1: And I mean it's it's a mercenary army, right? It's like the expendables, they don't do anything if they're not getting paid. They don't they don't fight because of uh, an idea.
0: they're like the expendables that's funny
1: (laughs) in big in 30,000 people right so I mean uh, uh, and uh, you know it's also like when you think about it uh, how absurd this situation uh, in a way is let's say the US look we have black water in US like a private contractor army whatsoever but they have only 1,000 or 1,500 people. And they are only, of course, acting outside of the U.S. as like a mercenary bodyguard kind of uh, troop. So, but, but let's say you would have in the U.S. Trump's body's private army of 30,000 heavy-armed fighters. I mean, then then we would have already in Gen- January 6th we would have a, a civil war. Yeah. You know, because I mean, it's just too many. They have like so many fighters with smashing guns. It would like the the whole January 6th thing would end up like a total civil war, bloody disaster.
0: I'm surprised January 6th wasn't worse than it than it actually was, with how many guns are in the U.S. You know.
1: Yeah. But it was actually almost interesting to see I think they the most of them didn't took the guns because they knew what would happen and uh if they if they would bring guns it would be a full on like firefight right but yeah. uh, uh, but i think uh, they also thought that uh It would like basically play out different. They thought if they going into the capital, America peacefully accepts Trump as the new king. And (laughs) yeah, I I mean a lot of times this kind of conspiracy theorists, whatever, they think that uh, they see the world through their own yellow glasses on. Basically, they they think that it's. Everybody has their opinion. You know, so I think that yeah. was the reason it was not turning <coughs> into a real violent massacre. Yeah. <coughs> no, yeah. But Well, it's, there, like, there was I some. I thought pretty for violence. a moment yesterday, for a yeah. moment, I felt, oh my God, maybe they were right that the Russian leadership is weakened and is, and Putin is losing his. Uh, um, his support, yeah, you know, and and if he would march forward, and it was 180 kilometers away from Moscow in the end when they stopped marching, so what would that be, right? So what is what is it like? Would would the troops maybe join the Wagner forces and say we're not fighting you guys? Like we're also tired of the stupid war in the Ukraine. We want to get rid of it. Who knows? I was thinking for a, a few hours yesterday that could be the turnaround in mm-hmm. the war. You know, over 200 Russians are dead. That has an impact in the population. Yeah. So like Twitter also, right? So, I mean, it, it's like, if it, it, you think if 200,000 young soldiers are dead, I mean, um, then everybody knows already somebody who is dead. Yeah. Basically, you know, so, and that could have brutal, uh, uh, brutal consequences inside of Russia, that Putin actually loses all The support,
0: you know. Do you think that stuff about him leaving the country is bullshit?
1: Progoshin or Putin or what? Putin. They said Putin left. Yesterday during the situation, basically. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't believe it really. I think he goes into a bunker or a safe house or whatever. You know. They also
0: said that Putin doesn't know who to trust anymore.
1: Uh, no that, that is hundred percent true uh, uh, you know because when you think about it uh, he feels the war is not going well he feels the international pressure he feels the internal pressure a hundred percent and I think that uh, there is definitely tension in him and yesterday what I Pogoshin, the Wagner guy, is not better as Putin. He's maybe worse as Putin, right? So, uh, but at least he said before he doesn't see a sense in the Ukrainian war. So you could think, even if you get a new dictator in Russia, but maybe a dictator who just calls it a day and finishes the war, and that would be already a, a positive movement. So, So I felt like, okay, so if the CIA has any people on the ground... They need to kill Putin now. Huh. During the march, do more. Because that would turn it around, right? If if the Wagner guys would march forward and you're like, in the end, 20 kilometers away from Moscow and uh, now it's all or nothing and it's clear they're clashing now and it would be a huge fight. And then the news comes out, Putin found dead in the bunker or whatever. Huh. Yeah, I mean, it could, could be... Uh, uh, it could be a game changer. Yeah, yeah, it could. But
0: I think that uh, Putin is smarter than that. Well, I guess we'll have to see. It sounds like he's got some kind of a game plan. I mean, he he was able to quell this and calm everything down, even if just temporarily.
1: Yeah, I mean... Uh... Because that guy's not. I just googled, like for example, he from the U.S. right in the in Afghanistan war and including both wars in Iraq, both wars from the old Bush and the new Bush. uh, Only around seven thousand U.S. soldiers died in total. So -hmm. think about now: over two hundred thousand Putin soldiers are dead. Really, that high? Yeah, in the Ukraine. That's a lot, yeah. I, I know, but that is like think about two hundred thousand U.S. people would be killed in Afghanistan and Iraq. The the, the the discussion in the U.S. would be then about the how senseless what we're what we doing it. Everybody would call the wars for completely bullshit and would say like, "Are you insane? Our kids dying there in an amount like on a, like in an amount like the Second World War kind of thing."
0: Yeah, I think the people in Russia, they're not stupid. They probably have their own opinions, but they're afraid to say those opinions because they don't want to be thrown into the gulag or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I mean in the ground swelling in the uh um you know, the ground swelling I think is is there. Okay. Yeah. You know what what is an interesting as a number of what I'm just seeing here. So like only 7,000 like U.S. soldiers are dead. So, yeah. And, and 30,177 U.S. soldiers died by suicide since September eleven. Jeez. That is four times more as in combat. That shows also what war is doing to people.
0: Yeah. Post-traumatic stress disorder is a real thing. And it's really hard for people who have never had it to put their mind around what it truly does to a person. Like, you ever see that movie, Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk? No, What what's this? It was an Ang Lee movie about the U.S. military and, like, some military troop is, like, being uh, celebrated at the U.S. Super Bowl, but, like, the main character has post-traumatic stress disorder. From serving in the military, it's interesting. Uh, it was mm-hmm. released in like high frame rate four K. Ang Lee like, like it wasn't an action movie, but he wanted it to be in this uh, you know that ultra high frame rate they have.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, it's worth checking out. It's got uh, what's that girl's name? The one from Twilight in it. Kristen. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Stewart. Stewart, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. It was
0: it was good. Ang Lee is a good director. He's Yes, he is. Yeah. What he did uh, after Life of Pi. Yeah, like, he did what, Billy Lynn was after Life of that Pi. That was
1: after this, okay.
0: Yeah. And after this. After Billy Lynn, I, I think he did that Will Smith movie, the um the one where he was like hunting his, his younger self, the one that bombed. Uh,
1: oh, yeah, that was so bad.
0: Like Neutron Man or something. I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, after that, I don't know what Angley has been up to. That's a good question.
1: Okay, did Brokeback Mountain, Live of Pi, 2012. Okay. And uh, so now he did. Uh, Uh, Tiger and Dragon. I have Tiger and Dragon. You remember this film? And he did Hulk. Hulk was good. The old one. The the old Hulk, Hulk, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Gemini Gemini Man was the last film he did.
0: Gemini Man. That's the piece of shit with Will Smith. Yeah,
1: it was 2019. And it looks like he called it the day after because I didn't. Uh, that was it. Since then. well, it
0: lost a lot of money for Hollywood.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then we all know. Then it doesn't matter what you did before. You know. Then it's yeah. like, eh, we give a shit. So,
0: coming. Hollywood to- is
1: very unforgiving. Look what they did to you. You yeah, know. Totally. Okay, I give you some more numbers. Now we were on it. So the Korean War, thirty-six thousand U.S dead. We had number 58,000. Oh, shit. World War I, 116,000 U.S. soldiers dead. World War II, 405,000 U.S. soldiers dead. And then the highest casualty was what war? What, World War II? No, 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 I just said World War II was 405,000. But that's a no, lot. It, no, it was the Civil War. Oh, it was the Civil War. How much of yeah, the Civil War? Six hundred twenty thousand uh, dead. Oh, Americans wow! Americans under each other ripped themselves apart for four years.
0: Yeah. yeah, we don't need another Civil War. There's a bunch of idiots out there who are like jerking think, off, hoping. Yeah, for think that one. it's
1: a good thing to have another Civil War. And it's yeah,
0: not. it's not. No, it's yeah. not.
1: It will be an absolute disaster. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it was nice to do the last one with uh, a guest. You know, maybe we can uh, repeat this. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna do more guests in the
0: future. That's true. I just, uh, I gotta find the right guest. Maybe we should get, um, I don't know, one of your friends, like Will
1: Sanderson. Will Sanderson, yeah. He just emailed me yesterday. There was a podcast. I think I sent it to you, where they talked about the fight from Zuckerberg and and uh, Elon Musk and. She mentioned me fighting the the reviewers.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that for a second. The Musk versus Zuck. <laughs> so everybody on the internet is comparing this to you.
1: Yeah, I don't <laughs> think they. Uh, um, I don't think they um,
0: do it. Really? Oh, I don't think that Elon Musk is in very good
1: shape. I mean he's the bigger guy, but I, I don't think they, they actually do when they actually think about it, it's a higher risk that something happens, right? I mean Zuckerberg is maybe fitter, uh, yeah. He's maybe a little younger also and fitter, but overall, um but if they do it, they have to do it for real, and then they go in a personal risk because things in a fight can happen, you know, like not so positive things. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, uh there's a lot of hype
0: around it right now for them to not do it. I think that that would be a real letdown.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, but they don't need the money. So it's not like they need to do the fight now. You know, it's all about, do they honor what they said? Yeah. In a way, you know, I mean, it's the ultimate Twitter versus Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know. I know. No, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. I will see. I I don't do a prediction that it happens. If it happens, I'm definitely watching it. I said, I I fight the winner. And if I win against the winner, he has to finance my next 10 films. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And I have a reason to fight, you know? So, and uh, that would be, would be cool. Um, and, yeah, uh, I hope that they call
0: you in. It'd be like, uh, like I said, you could be like Mickey in Rocky.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, you know, I, I don't know, like uh, right now with the films, we are like in the post production of my film, and uh, I have various offers out still to uh, Wesley Snipes, too. They promised to uh, read the script. So we will see uh, well, what, what I can move forward with with my films, but it looks like the actors will definitely go on strike. Uh, yeah. In, in, uh, in a few days. And then it's the question, you know.
0: Well, the thing is, is eventually, like uh, the other day I went to the movies and I said to myself, what is really coming out? Like, it seems really slow. And very soon it's going to slow down to a complete standstill because there will be nothing left to come out because of these strikes.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is definitely later slowing down, really. You know, I think like it, it, it takes a time before a writer's strike has a real impact. But a lot of movies got already shut down and TV series got shut down because they have writer's rooms during the film. And so they are already interrupted shootings. And if the actors go on strike, the acceleration is from like 5% shutdowns to 100%. Nobody goes to work. End of the story. So then you have the U.S. film industry on July 1st on a total standstill. And then it's really the the run against the time because this has an impact, especially has a financial impact because who want to pay the bills? Yeah, of walking away from set, right? So what, what are, are the insurances paying then in the case of a, of a strike? Is the insurance paying it? Let's say you're on an NBC show, like whatever you, you, or you do like a blue Bloods in New York, whatever. So and then in the middle of the shoot, nobody works anymore. So mm-hmm. how long you keep as the producing company, the production offices? How long you keep your stuff on deck? How, how much holding money you have to maybe put aside to get that actors back a month or two months later.
0: Sounds like a nightmare.
1: Yeah, you know, because of course there are actors. They signed on for other shows after.
0: Yeah. So now they say, look,
1: uh, when the strike is over, don't forget, we still finish the two episodes with you. And then the guy says, no, because then I'm on a movie booked in London. And then the the movie in London gets the call, you're not getting that actor. He has to finish first. The show was interrupted by the strike. Then the guys in London need an insurance. They need like, okay, but who pays the shit? Now everybody else is ready to roll and that guy's not coming. So now we're totally fucked. So, I mean, all this stuff will happen if- the actors go on strike then it gets really really messy yeah it sounds messy yes and uh, so'm I'm, I'm, I'm curious you know it's it's like uh will actors then still read scripts and maybe uh agree to do a film in in on a strike or are they not even allowed to read a script if you send them a script so then, also the whole casting business would come to a halt, all the agents coming to a halt. Yeah. And these are all industries where they already uh, fire people the whole time. Like when you see, like when you listen, I mean, I, I read every bit, every day the variety, Hollywood Reporter, BuzzFeed. So, you know, you get that, that news flashes. And I mean, when you see all tech companies, all film companies nonstop throwing people out since eight months. Yeah. So, I mean, how that should uh, go then. I, I, it, it's, it's a strange situation, I have to say. It's a strange, strange situation. And, uh, um, yeah. We'll
0: just have to ride it out. Ride yeah. out the storm.
1: Yes. And, I mean, I hope it's, it's for me. I need a lucky break, right? And I hope for me, the lucky break is, that I have my film ready to roll and ready to show. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, I, I hope that uh, they watch First Shift and say, it's a good film. We buy it because we had to stop so many productions. Now we give Ball also a fair price for it. That yeah. they actually don't lose money on it, you know? So uh, that is what I really hope. And I, it would be only fair if uh, I can participate from that streaming boom in a way also that I get uh, uh, a fair share out of the thing, you know? I mean, I made so many films. And then Netflix bought like 20 of my films and showed them, but they bought them like for 10 cents on the dollar. So it's time for me also get my share at one point to say, look, uh, we give you the production cost of your movie back. So,
0: that would be wonderful. That would yes. be nice.
1: Yeah, you know, because it would also encourage me, make me more, uh, uh, let's say, willing to do risks again. To say, look, if if that works, if you make a good film, and you uh, uh, produce them on your own, but if it works, and you get your money back. Why not? Yeah, you know. So then, it's I feel better than uh, to. Uh, to invest my own money, at my retirement f- funds, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what else we have?
0: Uh, what else is in the news? Um, the Flash is continuing to bomb. Yeah, eighty percent
1: so- drop in week two, oh and there was boy. the film the Warner Brothers boss, like betted most on, said it's the best Marvel film ever.
0: It wasn't that bad. I mean, in my review, I gave it kind of like, meh review, but that's just because I'm kind of burnt out on the superhero thing. Yeah. But if I had to compare it to the other Marvel movies that I've hated recently, it was one of the better ones. It was. It had cameos with George Clooney in the film. Yeah. It it had Michael Keaton. It had all the Batmans. It had... It had everything everything that all the fan nerds would love. So I'm surprised also, that it's... They, they had well.
1: also George, George Clooney as Batman, but they had uh, Christian Bale also?
0: They did not have Christian Bale in there, sadly. Uh, no.
1: Roger Pattinson?
0: <laughs> they had a lot of people in there. They had, <laughs> yeah,
1: um, but not all the Batman. Sir.
0: They had the old school. They had Adam West in there. Uh, it just yeah. there was so much in the screen at once. It was hard to tell uh, what was going on. There was a lot of CGI. They had Nicolas Cage as Superman. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: it, it, they had. Uh, they had uh, Christopher Michael, Reed. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah, he was a, okay. Christopher Reeve was there. Supergirl was there. It was all right. I mean, I would say take Walter to go see it. He probably would love it. Yeah. But, you know, as, as far as David Zaslav goes, I think he doesn't know what he's talking about half the time. So
1: Yeah, he's not really the cinematic expert, let's say it this way, right? So I was very surprised when Discovery and Warner merged. That the Discovery CEO took over the Rhine and controls now the whole company. I saw it the whole time. Warner with HBO and everything is, of course, the way bigger company as Discovery. Yeah. So, how can he be the CEO? It's for me uh, strange. It's
0: because crazy. Discovery is the one that had all the money. That's why. Yes.
1: Yeah. He raised the money to, take, to do the takeover. Yeah, yeah, no, so yeah,
0: uh, but that Pixar movie was absolutely terrible. I would say stay the fuck away from that movie, it was really bad, it was worse than planes. It's hard to get that bad, hard to be that bad. So, it was really bad. Oh, it was really, really bad, it was painful.
1: Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to watch it. I wouldn't watch it. Like, I mean, uh, I still have to go in an animation Spider-Man film.
0: Oh, are you going to see that?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's supposed to be good. And then somebody else told me it's supposed to be very bad. So I don't know what I should believe.
0: Well, I don't know. I'm telling you, sometimes people tell me stuff like that. They're like, you've got to see this movie. It's the best. And I'll go see it. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like. (laughs) So you really can't tell what's real. You have to see it for yourself. But the problem with a movie like that is either it's great or it sucks. There's no in between, you know. Mm. But what I what I always say is the popcorn is always good. So even if the movie sucks, just get some popcorn and enjoy it. Because like 90% of the movies out there suck. 90% of the Hollywood mainstream movies are going to be the most contrived. Uh, crap by default,
1: Mm. I can't imagine. Yeah, yeah, I have a a lazy Sunday here. Uh, it's so hot. We went to the river, we were actually uh, going into the river, like water. And the friend and I, uh, it's the water is very flat there, so it's uh no problem and uh, yeah but it's like dense here and and uh, so how is it in, in Florida actually right now
0: it's pretty warm pretty uh, humid it's probably in the 90s it's been raining a lot very humid like I said um, kind of like Jurassic Park or something you know when you go outside you're gonna instantly sweat
1: yeah exactly it's sticky you have to basically uh shower at least twice a day
0: yeah. yeah yep Yeah. or stay inside under the ac yeah yeah
1: uh then i would say we are done for today mm-hmm. and i will hopefully we have a trailer for first shift within the week uh Excellent. i guess tomorrow the to cut i hope i have only a few mini changes, and as soon I can lock the cut, they can finish uh, the trailer at least, and we can uh, release it. So, so be- yeah,
0: I'll I'll work on trying to find some guests
1: for the show, and uh, we will. Uh, yes, and yeah. I will uh, email WhatsApp App Sanderson if he wants to be on it. Yeah, uh, maybe next Sunday. Yeah, you'd let yeah. me know,
0: and sure. everybody out there, please follow us on Twitter. I'm Gary Otto Zero. Uh Uva is Uva Ball 7 nice. and there is the Uva Ball Raw USA main hub. So we will see you next week. Thank you so much my friend. Have Thank a good you. one, okay?
1: Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.